What's going on, people? So, episode seven, this is, of the podcast, you know, I'm sorry, I'm making it, almost a double digits here, people, three more episodes, what is that, next Monday will be there, if I go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that'd be seven, eight, nine, then yeah, next week's ten, that's crazy, dude, it's insane, um, just before I got on here, uh, let me tell you, dude, I was, uh, I was watching, well, I watched this video a long time ago, and it's about positive choices, and when you start off making positive choices in life, then it's it's good, you know, um, yeah, it's really positive for the person doing it, let me get my headphones right quick, sorry, um, yeah, it's really good for the person doing it, so, like, when you make a positive choice, let's say, like, the first thing this morning, right, first thing I did was, uh, start scrolling through social media, right? I did that for like two minutes, and then I realized, wait a second, what the fuck am I doing? You know, because it's Mother's Day, so that was like the second thing I did. The first thing I did was wake up, give my mom a present. Um, <clears throat> we got her some adjustable weights. That's what she wanted, some adjustable weights. You know, uh, which is, I guess, it's cool. You know, I just think the more that time goes on, the more that you realize that. Um, Sorry if you hear me typing. I'm trying to get to something on the internet. On the internet. I'm trying to get to uh, uh, my notes that I wrote. But, um, yeah, you know, gets to, I feel like I got to a point when my mom of getting her stuff is kind of, like, just strange, you know? Like, um, I don't know what else she could want at this point. Not saying that she's a spoiled woman, but I just feel like, I don't know. I've given up. I've just given so much shit in the past. I feel like experiences are going to be way better, you know. I wish there was a point where, like, if I ever make a lot of money, I'm, I'm going to take my mom somewhere really nice, you know. I'll take my whole family, 100%. But I really would want to do it for my mom. Just because I just don't feel like she gets enough appreciation in the house, you know. I feel like she does a lot of stuff. And people just, they just, everyone just uses her their punching bag, it seems like. Not punching bag, I take that back, not punching bag. But I feel like being a mom just, just, just seems like a very, like, just not fair job (laughs) to me. It seems like dad gets a lot of the credit, right? Like, he's a... Dads get a lot of credit in, like, very complete families. But if anything, in non-complete families, you know, where usually the mother stays around and the father leaves, I don't know. Like, this whole, let's talk about, like, the whole um, movement about giving women more respect. Women do deserve, deserve a lot more respect. But particularly moms. That's who should be. That's who this all this stuff should be. I don't give a fuck about somebody not making enough money if they're not a mom. Moms deserve it, dude. Moms work hard. I can't. My mom is not only a very, very prestigious person at her job. She also manages to cook us food all the time. Right? She cooks food that, listen to me, she cooks food that she doesn't even eat. She doesn't even like the food because she wants to be healthier. She cooks shitty food, not shitty food, but like unhealthy food for us and tries to make it a little bit healthy, right? And then as soon as they try to make anything a little bit healthier, it was like, Ew! everyone complained. Not me though, not me, but everyone would be complaining, right? But then she makes her own healthy food for herself afterwards. Crazy, dude. My mom works as hard as they can and I love her and I appreciate her 100%. Anyone listen to this? Even if it's not Mother's Day when you listen to this. That's why I'm going to name this episode Mother's Day. Maybe I'll name it my mom's name, April. 
That's why I'm gonna name this episode. Shout out to my mom, bro. She's the best. She's great. All moms out there. If your mom's in your life 100% at all, you need to make sure that she feels appreciated on this day. I don't give a shit what your mom's done to you. In the past, she's had you. You know what I'm saying? She, she pushed you out of her vagina. Listen to me. At the age of 22, if I were to have a kid, I want him aborted. Or she aborted immediately. Wouldn't even be hesitation on me. If it was God, like, if, if, the, if the roles were reversed and guys could have abortions, right? Dude, no way. I'd be fucking slicing those people up like at fucking Sweeney Todd, bro. Get it out. Just suck him out of my fucking penis hole and get him out of here. I don't need him. I don't want him. Or her. So the fact that your parents had to your kid like had kids, like here's what people don't get about having children. There really doesn't seem to be much of an upside for the first eighteen years or nineteen. Let's just see me. I'm just gonna make a chance and just say someone's going to the NBA. And let's say they follow my path of age, cause I didn't. I skip. I went like the registration was weird in like North and South Carolina, so like I'm probably should be in a grade lower than mine. But it turns out since I took an extra year to graduate college. It just, you know, balance itself out there. But let's just say it's your person graduates at like, they go to the the NCAA basketball. Let's just say the number top five ten recruit. Um, so let's say eighteen, and then they play a season. So it'll be nineteen by the time they go to NBA. Let's just even say they're like Zion, and you get lucky. That is luck. That's only four hundred and twenty ish players who who get paid. From the NBA. And then let's even say NFL. Let's even say all sports. It's probably less than 1% to 2% of people who get that kind of money. So you're really just investing in something that's not even going to pay you off. The only thing, the only thing that they have is something that you cannot express. Love. Well, you can express love, but you can't even see it. That's all they have. That's all they can have for you. That's the only reason why they had you. It was purely out of love. Just crazy. Here comes. Somebody up the stairs. Just crazy though, you know. So I'm about to pause this. One second. You know, yeah, and um sorry. I just my sister was coming. I don't want her to be all loud on here. But yeah, you know. Um, yeah. As I was saying, it's just love that gets them there, right? That's all the reason why they had you. So you should be appreciative if they had you, you know. Because it's very, it's very easy for you not to come out of your mom's vagina, I guess. But there, see, I don't know. I feel like it always comes from a lack of sympathy. You know? Like, I don't know. Kids and parents, it's just a weird relationship. But I feel like if you have parents, you just need to be more appreciative. That's the thing that I feel like is very bad amongst people our ages. Like... Uh uh-uh. uh. There's some people like most. I'm trying to think of the people I've been around most of the time. I know a lot of people who do respect their parents, but I also do a lot, know a lot of people who don't respect their parents. You know, it's crazy to me. I just can't imagine it. You know, but I guess sometimes I do too. You know, when I went through my dark stages, I was pretty, you know, not respected. But anyways, I'm on the other side, and all I'm really telling you is respect your mom. If you see her, tell her you love her. Even if you just see this late, tell your mommy lover anyways, because it's important. <clears throat> you know, it really is important. It really is. It really is. You know, but um, 
anyways, as I was talking about with, you know, positive, uh, positive steps. Uh, when it first came, um, the first thing I did when I got up was a uh, social media. Yeah, sorry, I'm distracted. I just hear people downstairs. Let me put both headphones on. Um, yeah, first thing I did was I did social media. You know, I started, um, I think I got on Reddit, got on Instagram, checked Tinder. Yes, I do have a Tinder, but it's not for the reason that you think. Um, I got a Tinder. Uh, don't get me wrong. It'd be nice to have, like, some fucking vagina from Tinder, 100%. But at the same time, I feel like I don't have much female input in my life at the moment. I don't know if it's not something I necessarily want. But I kind of do want to start making more friends, I guess. And plus, the rejections are cool because, like, it gives me stuff to talk about, you know? I'm not I'm not doing it to get rejections, but it's, like, it's, it helps me. Like, there's no real negatives to it. Like, if they like me, cool. If they don't, even better. Because when I do, when I get on here, I'm shooting. Like, I'm not, like, putting my, like, I'm not, like, having some, like, little baby handgun. I'm shooting AKs, boy. I go into DMs hard. I'll come into a DM, like, I'll come to someone's DM, like, um, hey, what's up, beautiful, you know? How you doing, sweetheart? You know what I'm saying? How you doing, cutie? I have a bunch of DMs that, I think one DM I came in and I was like, uh, you just, I just say honest stuff. You know, you gotta, the way that I see it is that you, you look at stuff that they have, so you're like, man, those tattoos are fucking sick, I love your ink, it's nothing better than an attractive white woman with tattoos, you know, or maybe like, a steak dinner, but like, secondly, you guys are, you know, just dumb shit like that, you know, because what you, for me, I feel like what it is, vulnerability is comedy, for me at least, I don't, I think the whole thing about me is that I've always wanted to pretend to be something that I wasn't. And I guess what it, what I kept thinking what it was and what I think it really is, is the fact of like me just not being cool to any, I or trying to be cool and cool to everyone else's standards. But I don't really have to do that anymore, I've learned. You know, I'm cool just being me. So that's what I do, you know? I'm myself more so now. I used to be so, like, I used to be on Tinder, and I used to always be thinking, not even Tinder, just in life, I used to be thinking, these pretty girls out here, how the fuck am I going to attract them? Fuck that, bro. I mean, I'm a loser right now, and that's cool, but I'm still going to keep shooting my shots. And shooting your shots, there's nothing wrong with shooting your shot. Because, listen, I can shoot 10% from the field, right? I can take a 1,000 shots in a seat. I can take 3,000 shots in a season. Only, and guess what? Only hit a thousand of them. That's thirty-three percent, boy. That's high. That's high. Let's even make it lower. Five hundred. What's five hundred divided by three grand? I don't fucking know, bro. But it's still like it's less than thirty percent. Let's even say it's twenty-some percent. You keep shooting. Your percentage can be one percent. You gotta keep shooting. Always shoot those shots. That's what I do. So, yeah. Um. But I was on there. I got on there, and it was empty. I paid for ten gold. So, um. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I pay for ten of gold so I can see everybody who comes through and likes my stuff. And nobody did. <laughs> Usually I get a lot of like, you know, hype in the nighttime, but nothing. So woke up and I was like I could see myself getting upset about it. Cause I do get upset. Um I'm not getting attention. I like having attention, I guess. So I just kinda like having people to talk to. I don't have that many female people to talk to, I guess. But I'm starting to recognize what that is right there. That's really just me trying to 
get myself to go back to sleep and lay down and be upset. So I don't feed into that notion nonsense anymore. The first thing that you need to do is start off on a good foot in the morning. We can contend it later on in the day. There's still a shit ton of the day left. It's only like 12 something, maybe even one right now. PM. So uh, first thing I did, I read my book. It takes me a long time to read right now because my reading skills are just not, they are not crisp. Uh, and I don't, I don't think it's my reading skills. I think the issue is that I have an issue staying on the page mentally. I just go other places and I'll read, I'll often read things and just don't know what it was about all the time. Maybe my reading comprehension skills a bit low, but my focus is really bad too. It's been really bad lately. Not lately. It's been really bad in general. I haven't really been able to focus, but I think it's just a time thing. You know, each day I'm getting better and better with it, you know? So just got to keep doing that by red. Took me less longer to read 25 pages than it did yesterday, or 20 pages than it did yesterday. So, look, progression. Um, I'm going to read 20 pages later on in the day, too, but start off with that. Now I'm doing a podcast, you know. It's just about taking the correct steps, and I feel better. I could feel, as I was reading the book, it started making me be like, okay, this is a great book because it's about, like, directing. I talked about this Friday. It's about um movie directing, like the movie business and everything, um, uh, which is gonna make me bring up something in here i wrote this down to talk about but um yeah you know it's a good step it made me feel inspired so then the first thing i did with the inspiration was come here you know later on probably gonna write some more too so or write it all the day because i've written today and yeah you know i might work on some projects later because of this too you know who knows you know it's a cool thing so there's power in starting off on a good foot like, I just need people to know. And I got a good night's rest. Like, I started off the day very well, I feel like. Got some coffee in my system, too. Like, I'm feeling good. Energized. So, I just want you people to understand, like, making the good first steps in life. First step. It's the first step. It's very crucial. The first step. It's just always important. And I feel like, you know, that's what you need to do. And that's what I did. And I just want to share that with other people, you know. The first step is crucial. Got to make the first step. Always make the first step. But, um, yeah, I was reading my book earlier today, and they were talking about actors and their ridiculous contracts. And, like, I'm glad. This book was, like, from the 80s, so I'm glad we get to all explore this together. Because, well, let's look at some, some uh, goo, where's goo? I want to look at some contracts that actors have. Craziest <laughs> actor contract demands let's say demands all right 25 we're not doing all 25 let's do like a couple just so you can understand like what this because like it was talking about producers right and um uh producers have a bunch of different ways of saying a producer executive producer director of producers uh associate producer all those things mean are just basically blank titles back then they were some people actually were them but it will often be things like, uh, let's say, like Will Ferrell's uh, sister. He didn't do something like that. But I'm saying, like, back then, maybe Jack Nicholson's brother or something, Barbara Streisand's brother, uncle, cousin. They'd be asking for for them to get stuff also and be written off as, you know, on it. It's crazy, right? Even if they would have talent. Like, isn't that crazy? So, like, this is... It's crazy. Like, okay, let's see. This guy, I don't, I don't know who that is. But Will Ferrell asked for a mobility scooter. I don't think that's that bad. Pretty strange things while touring. Oh wait, the actor and comedian asked for some pretty strange things while touring as a comedian. Oh, okay, so we can have stuff like this. Interesting. 
One of those items was a mobility screw so he could ride on stage. The other was a headset microphone, which isn't typical, isn't really typical for comedians, which is true. Like most people don't use mouthpieces, but yeah, you know, like that's what she started to realize. I talked about this Friday. Famous people, whatever you want to do, they can do it. They are cream of the crop. And when they throw demands like that out, that's how it works, you know? So loud downstairs. I'm sorry if you can hear that picked up. Yeah, but so we can demand stuff like that. It's just crazy to think. Like, like imagine this. I'm trying to think what I would even want to demand or what I could demand within reason. Are you guys going to, can I be like, hey, can you guys make a car payment for me with this money? <laughs> no, you can't do stuff like that, but you can ask for things like, uh, Maybe one thing I could ask for is hats. I love hats. I wear hats probably on stage, no joke. If I decide, depending on which way I would like dress up, I might just dress up and just be honest with the way I like to dress. Uh, right now I'm broke as a person, so I can't really buy expensive clothes. But if I had a lot of money, I'd probably wear really nice clothes, you know, like designer stuff. So if I ever wore like a designer shoe, like if I depend on, it all depends on the shoes for me. I start shoes up. Shoes are always the first move for me. So like if I wore some zebra Yeezys, I'd probably wear ripped jeans and just a white plain polo shirt, which means I'd probably have a hat on. Um, so I could ask if I went to a city, uh, could you give me a hat, the hats of your best, of your sports teams, you know? be one thing i could ask for because i have a lot right now i had a list i don't know where i put the list but i'm turning i'm looking behind me right now um clippers rockets one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve hats Yep. Um, but you know, tour buckets, tour beanies, tour dad hats, and one's a son hat, I guess. So it's more like thirty, twenty-eight. It's not where I'm all. But you know, for the ones I wear it's about twenty-eight ish, you know, I could ask for that. You know, just a hat in every place I went to. That'd be cool to have. Cause I just like hats. I don't know, I feel like they complete stuff. And I like being able to just, like, retreat into my hats, too. Sometimes I just want to put my hat over my head and just look down. Probably be really good for me writing. Because so, sometimes I write in public. Uh, something just be funny, I'll just write down on my notes. And I the issue is, is that I don't ever go in-depth in them. So later on, when I want to think about what I have to, you know, what I wrote or what I want to say there, I always am lost. <laughs> so lost. I got to find better ways to, like, track myself into those kind of areas because, like, that's a big issue. But that's a big issue of mine in, in general. Like, details and stuff like that, I don't do well with. And that might just be a personality trait that I need to improve, but I just don't do well with them. For instance, like, I don't know if anyone has played Minecraft, but when I go into caves, like, one system that we have, like, when I play with my friends, is, like, put all the torches on the left so it's easier to get out, right? But when I go in there, I just go in there and just put them down. Like, I just, like, I'll just find my way out most of the time, just figure it out. Because that's just the way I work. Like, I don't, I'm just not really a guy who likes to go by the rules, <laughs> I guess. Not, like, in a rebellious way, but rules and, like, 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 
I don't, my brain doesn't do well like that. I don't have in my head the same, um, I guess, calmality that other people have. I'm an, I'm just an extreme person. So like, if, if my, if I want to do something like a comedy, like what I'm doing right now, um, I have, I don't think I'm very extreme in this case. I think that, I think a day devoted into improving my comedy a day if it depends on a day but like let's say that i'm doing like i write a podcast i count this as contributing to comedy because it helps you with like with timing uh i wish i had a light counter that would help me a lot because i need to see how many times i say like uh it helps me with you know having to come and talk for an hour straight uh which is going to help me be better with, I guess, improv on stage, maybe. Because I don't really write scripts down for these. I write, like, some notes. But I pull most of the stuff out of my thinking, just on my head. Which you could probably tell by the, like, uhs and everything. But, um, yeah, I think it's a lot. I think it helps a lot, in my opinion. I basically think these are basic, like, sets, you know? These are basically baby sets. You know, I'm already starting. An hour? I'm coming out like that? They get, what, an hour, bro? They've been... Jerry Seinfeld just released Hour. Me too. We're going to release Hours together, bro. I was just kidding. That wasn't Jerry Seinfeld. You know your go to and Bill Burr. Everyone else who has an hour. I don't have an hour. I'm just doing you know, a podcast. But yeah, you know, it's. Um, I feel like it helps. So on days that I've done this, done my microphone, microphone with the help of my podcast. Um, and I read. I found, I think reading helps because understanding information. I feel like comprehension of information is important in general. I always think that's a big deal. And I've always liked reading and writing. Like, I feel like reading and writing are essential, you know, to a creative life. But if I wrote, if I read and I wrote that day, it's probably been three hours I've dedicated to comedy, you know? And that's what they say you should do, but it never, it doesn't feel like enough, you know? It doesn't feel like, like that's enough. Three hours of my conscious time. Let's just say that I'm up. Probably, I'll probably sleep. I'll probably take a nap, a half an hour into a day, not half an hour. But okay, let me think. If I wake up at like seven or eight, I'll go to work. Let's say I work eight to eleven, so that's three hours. So I wake up at seven. So seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, home probably at like twelve, one ish. I'll go to sleep. So twelve, and then one, I'll take a nap. So let's just say I, I've been up for six hours, right? Wait, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve to one counts. So we'll say seven hours, and then I sleep from probably like one to three. So I get up at three. Three to four, four to five, five to six, six to seven, seven to eight, eight to nine, nine to ten, ten to eleven, eleven to twelve, twelve to one. So what is that about twelve hours? Well, seven, it's about 12 hours-ish. Let's just say I'm awake for 12 hours. Dedicate three hours of that to writing. Uh, just doesn't seem like that much. Three, six, nine, twelve. Goes into a four times, right? So 25%. So I spend 25% of my life dedicated, of my waking consciousness dedicated to comedy. Just doesn't feel like it's that high. Which means I, I feel like I spend 75% of the time wasting distracted, distracted times. That's the way my brain would think, you know. But I do know that that's not true. 
I do know that there's a central, there's there's value in everything, you know, that can help you with comedy. So I have been talking to more people, trying to put myself out there more on social media. But anyways, I just talk about how extreme of a person I am. So yeah, I just don't do, I just dedicate. I feel like I, whenever I don't do well with having multiple things around, like I couldn't have a, I don't think I would do well with a girlfriend right now and do stand up comedy, because like right now I need to have a f- free schedule. I just want to be able to focus. I just want to be funny. That's all it really comes down to. Climb like the ladder and stuff of comedy. I mean, yeah, that's cool. I would like to do that maybe one day. But that's not really my goal. I just want to be funny. Being as funny as possible. It's like, it's like, it's like that's so cool, you know? And the only thing that I really, like, if I could move out to L.A. and just build do stand-up and have legal weed, oh, I'd be so happy. But, I mean, like, I like, I keep saying, like, but... I think the more that I would get out there, the more stuff I would want to do, like um, uh, comedy. When it comes to like, like I gotta stop saying like TV shows. I I love uh, adult comedy TV shows, animated ones like Family Guy, American Dad, uh, Solar Opposites just came out. I'm gonna finish that soon, probably maybe today. It depends. Uh, what else? Uh, Rick and Morty. South Park, all great shows. Bob's Burgers, like really good shows. I will always want to just, the more that I watch them, the more that I just wish I could be on them. Or I just wish I could sit in on like a writing session, the way that they brainstorm. Like Family Guy's brainstorm sessions had to be crazy. Rick and Morty, Solar Opposites, all they had to do is be crazy. Like, that's crazy, the stuff that they talk about, like the ideas they come up with. And they're all so interesting i can rewatch the episode of family guy and be totally just entrenched in it he's entrenched in it interest not entrenched entrenched in it because it's good they're great i always wish i could like that's something i would really like to do is be a like uh be able to be like a voice person on there a voice actor that'd be sick but just to be able to write i think would be cool you know that'd be sick to do but yeah i think that in the future, I would want to expand and be as funny as possible. That's really what it all comes down to. It's just being funny. I just want to be funny. Or have some... And what well, I guess it doesn't come down to being funny. It comes down to making people laugh. You know? And there's a lot of avenues into making people laugh. I guess that is being funny. But I'm saying, like, it doesn't necessarily need to be me being directly saying something funny. There could be brands I have that stand for a bunch. There's a bunch of avenues to get into. But the thing is that you got to find success in one of them, you know. And the success for me is, you know, I feel like my passion, which is comedy. You know, so it'd be cool. But it'd be really, the whole point was it'd just be really cool to make an anime adult show. I think that'd be so interesting. It just seems so complicated, too. Just the, the, the cutbacks they have in Family Guy, like when they're, there's just all kinds of things. Why they call me a box turtle. No, 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 no. If you saw it, it would make sense to you. Here comes my sister. Let me pause this because she's so fucking loud. I swear. You can hear the spikes when that nigga just yells behind us. It's crazy. It's the issue with living in a black household. Black people are very loud. No offense to any black people, but we are very loud as people. Like, you can act like that's not true, but I would say for the most part, black people are very loud. And black people in this household are just the cream of the cream of the cream top of being loud. They just yell. Instead of calling people or just like talking in normal voices, they just yell. I fucking hate them being so loud. It's terrible. But I can't do anything, you know? 
Sorry, I paused it because my sister was yelling. But yeah, I can't do anything right now because I'm a loser living at home. Fuck, I hate being at home. <laughs> I don't hate being at home. I think I get anxious to think about the future. You know, the journey is what I need to start, you know, enjoying. But sometimes I just forget that. I get lost in the, the idea of just, like, going to the next thing. Like, that's what I think about when I wake up. It's about how quickly I can go back to sleep to get what I need to get done the next day if I don't have any task, you know. But I think what that is, task, what all tasks really are. I read this the other day um, on this email I got sent to me about um from this thing called that fuck why are they yelling this thing called ladders um just so loud dude I fucking hate that um it's called ladders right it's like a zip recruiter it's basically like a recruiting uh thing for companies and um they wrote an article to us about uh five things you, you might have to give up to be successful in your future let me see if i can actually find this article so I can give you guys fair quote, fair things they say in here. Because they gave some really good advice. Here it is. Five things you need to sacrifice to be more successful in your future. Read more. Thanks. Uh, other people's definition of success. I think that's a smart one, obviously. Uh, looking good. You know, I'm not going to say all these because I feel like, you know, this is their, you know, this is their article. I'm not trying to take the stuff from them. But ladders fast on your feet. You know, just remember, that's what, um, I mean, what am I talking about? Ladders Fast on Your Feet, that's the name of the company. Uh, you want to find this article, uh, com. that the thing's called, uh, go to ladders.com or just go on Google, type theladders.com, five things you must sacrifice to have a better future. Some really good things on here, but they did talk about, what did I get on this article for? Um, I forgot, but this is just a really good article. They were talking about success and, uh, there are some things that you have to give up to be successful at a young age or just be successful in your old, younger years. You know, uh, you gotta, your priorities are really a big deal right here. And that was my point. That's what I was saying. Busyness. They talk about being busy in there and busyness seems for me, the reason why I really want to like work out all the time and just be Doing all that kind of stuff. I don't... Oh, fucking shit. Here's this nigga calling me. One second. Yeah, sorry. I had to pause. I hate having to pause. It irritates the shit out of me. But, um... Yeah. Uh... What was I saying about stress? This is why I hate pausing. Because my fucking train of thought is just not a strong train. I don't have that much steam in my fucking train of thought. So, when people call me, I get messed up. But, yeah. You know, um, oh, oh, being busy. (coughs) I think a lot more people are depressed than people want to be honest with. Let's see how many people are depressed in America. How many people live with depression? And let's just say in the world. Let's just say ever. Yep, I forgot this is how Google Chrome works. I don't know why I'm using this as my browser because Firefox was slow. How many people have mental health issues? I researched this a long time ago. (laughs) Around 450 people are currently suffering from such conditions placing mental, wait, around 450. So about 450 million people. How many people are on earth? 
7.5 billion. Alright. So let's see a calculation. <laughs> it's not actually that many people, I don't think. But let's see how many people. Because I feel like it just affects Americans. So I'm just going to speak on the American. Because I, that's all I know is an American. Is, you know, how it affects American people. How many American people suffer from... Let's just say depression. I don't think mental illness is fair. That's too many fucking... There's way too many things. Alright, this is 2015 statistics. Major depressive disorder. It's estimated that 16.2 million adults in the United States or 6.7% of American adults have had at least one major depressive episode in a given a year. See, and here's the interesting thing too that's different. That's not that many people it feels like, right? But because of the way that social media is now and the internet... When you want to be entrenched in an idea and just entrenched and wrenched, it, I don't know. I'm not fucking trying to act like I'm a scholar. You want to be really into something, like news-wise, you can keep yourself, you can find the evidence you want to support your data, if that makes sense. So there'd be a lot more people gathering, I guess. And articles like that would be need to be written because I feel like 6.5 million of adults, I feel like most of those 6.5 million people are in college. You know, which is it's not good, you know, like you're developing years trying to figure that stuff out. You know, you're coming out of college, you're stressed out, you're, you you know, you're, um, you're depressed. So you try and keep yourself busy and keeping yourself busy is not good because being busy for busy sake is stupid. It's a waste of your time. Be busy for a reason. You know, like I work out. I run, and that's and I haven't done push-ups in a hot. Well, I've done push-ups like a couple of days ago, but like I work out and I stay in good shape, partly for moving, but a lot of it um, uh, is just to kind of keep my mind, I guess. So you just gonna come up in here? No, I'm recording something too. Oh my, oh my god, I don't even know how to cut this. He did me dirty. This is how it works, you know. And this is the worst part about it, too. See, I look like a dick right there, right? But, like, all the time. That's what he does, you know? And, like, I feel like I don't got no privacy. That's the thing I hate about living at home. It's like, I don't got, I don't own anything. So, that's, you know. But, anyways, that was I was saying. Um, yeah, you get stressed out. Then you get depressed. Uh, and dealing with that, a lot of people want to stay busy. You shouldn't stay busy for busy's sake. You know, and I work out and stuff. Just to kind of keep myself a bit more. Fuck, Jada. So loud. I can't believe. Uh, this is just going to be an awful episode because people are so loud. It irritates me. How can people be so loud? Shut up. Just shut up. Everybody just need to shut the hell up. Fuck. Anyways, that's what I was saying. Comes to dealing with just being being busy. Don't just be busy. Being busy for busy's sake is annoying. That's what's wrong with them right now. They're being busy for busy's sake. That's what everyone's just doing. Just fucking watching TV. Jay won't shut the hell up. My sister. Because she just wants to yell in the house. Just so she can yell, right? Just because she just wanna be she just wants to she's doing nothing right now. She just wants to yell. Walk around the house, jump around the house. She has so much energy. She's a person who just stays busy for busy's sake. You should not behave like that. I used to do it too. But, like, it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your 20s, in my opinion. Uh, every second of every day, there's so much stuff to do, you know? And I feel like the older I get, the more that I start to just... 
I have to, I really want to get myself like disciplined and have a schedule, you know, so every second of the day counts, you know, and figuring that out is hard, like, I don't know how to be organized, being organized is difficult, but, you know, it's just a process, but my whole point was being busy for busy sake is not smart, you know, um, I always told my, my best friend, uh, Logan, that, uh, I always feel like I'm not busy enough. And he always kind of like, he's like one of my good friends. He's a person who, well, but good friends, obviously one of my best friends. Um, he's a person who uh, um, I understand a lot. But he's a, you know, he'll tell me the truth about those kind of things. And like, he's, you know, he's a influential person into my comedy life, I guess. And just in my life in general, you know, because like. He's just a supportive person. And that's one thing, too. Let's talk about that. Fucking having good friends, dude. Good friends are essential. I'm telling you. If I could give any word of advice to any guys going into college, or even girls going into college, uh, here's a case for me as a male. Um, when I first got into college, I just isolated everybody and dealt with my girlfriend that I had at the time. And nothing, I mean, I'm talking about my parents. I didn't talk too much. I didn't talk to my friends that much. I, I mean, I slept in a room with them, but I spent most of my time. Actually, I slept in a room with her most of the time. I would get my clothes and just, I, they wouldn't see me for days upon days upon end sometimes. Just a long time. We wouldn't have real conversations. So I went to college with that kind of mindset. Stupid. It's dumb. It, it makes you feel isolated. You, you should not ever put, like, all your eggs in one basket like that, you know? And the same way for women. You know, for her, she did the same thing with me. And when she started to get more friends, I got pushed to the curve. So I was SOL, which is smart, though. Because if I had spent more time with my friends, maybe I would develop better understanding of what was going on in a relationship. Was it a good relationship? Um, or even when it, when I faulted, and not faulted, but when, I, when we broke up, maybe I could have invested more in other people. But I wasn't. I was so in just, I just was with her. Even when I would for, I forced myself to go out. I went to Maryland, you know, with my friends. Uh, but I wasn't really there mentally. I was just, I texted her all the time. It was Valentine's Day too. I was like fucking talking to her, you know. I wasn't really listening to my friends. So, good friends, they're essential. It's essential to having a good life is having good friends. There's, I don't think you can make it in life without having good friends. You can but and people on a site like really famous people who do it but just to let you know those famous people who have no friends are very rare and there's a reason why they're famous <laughs> like that's what makes them stand out they have very strange traits like that sometimes and that's a, that's not a common trait to have is being able to not have friends and be successful i don't think i don't think you need to have people you don't need to appeal to people but you should have friends you should have safe havens in people I feel, not safe havens Maybe safe havens, but people who just keep it real with you, you know? Or be there when you fall, when you make mistakes. Or be there, like, people who don't want anything from you. There's no type, like, your friends don't make you go to fucking therapy with them, you know? You don't have to worry about, like, uh, man, I can't play games this week because my friends won't want me to. They want to go out and go to a fucking movie. Your friends don't do that, you know? Your friends make decisions based on everything that's going on. They want, they want to be as happy as you want to be happy. There is no dominance there. But in relationships, you're basically starting to build to become one person, right? So, like, you get into a relationship, and you're like, fucking, it's not the same. You should, it's not the same. It's not. 
it's not good to only have, you know, relationship like that kind of relationship with a person. And that's all I attract because of I guess my low self-confidence and people I deal with, but that's who I attract, like girls who want me to basically be their husband. And I don't want to do that shit, but I used to, and that's why I was miserable. I used to think my framework for what I think a relationship is, is terrible. I think that they're just supposed to be misery, and that's not true, I found out, like two days ago. Like, it's not true. I used to think that all relationships were terrible. That's how they seem. That's how they've always felt to me, that I was just a person who, like, they just felt awful all the time. And that's one thing for anyone who's, like, living with depression or, like, you know, I feel like if you do have that, get that taken care of before you ever get into a relationship. Because what you're doing, most likely, for me, what I was doing, I don't know about you, but here's the only advice I can give you from my perspective. I was just padding my life with women. They were, like, series of highs I could get, you know? Like, sex is great. <laughs> like there's no way around that it's fantastic you know uh and when you have sex it feels good right it feels fantastic it's one of the best feelings in the world the issue is is that it's just like smoking weed you know if you smoke weed to deal with problems uh to try and like get away from problems even drinking if you do anything to try and like to try and I guess a nurse a problem, not fix it, but just trying to just like treat it, then it's just not going to work out. And you'll always have to deal with it. And you just keep doing more and more of it. And it'll just keep leading you down, you know, worse and worse paths until you figure out what it is that's bothering you. You know, you can't do it like that. Like it doesn't work out. So that's what would happen for me. I was investing in women heavily all the time, all the time. I spent my entire college career just Always looking for girls. Max, I'd break up with a girl. I'd be trying to get back with a girl, another girl, quickly. Or I'd be talking to the same girl. Like, I would just, it's not like a, it would just be so fast. It was rapid for me, you know? And that's what, because I was just trying not to deal with, like, you know, my depression. Like, I didn't want to fix it. And I still, to this day, don't give as, I give more thought to my, my mindset more so. Um, I try to spend more time with, Myself mentally, I still use Tinder. Don't get me wrong, that's one of my faults. I need to work on. But I, you know, my 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 view on the whole situation is a bit different. So I guess that's positive. But like, yeah, your issues have to be dealt with. If you don't deal with issues, then you just won't get further in life. It's as simple as that. You know, you can't not deal with things and try and just pat them off into stuff. It never works out. Never. It doesn't. You know, it's just it's gonna make you cost you money it's gonna cost you money it's gonna cost you time also time is something that you can't get back and it's very valuable it's the most valuable you know what fuck the rest of the things i was gonna say that is the main point your time losing time sucks <laughs> don't waste your time don't waste your time in dealing with like if you have a problem that you you're feeling like if you feel first of all if you're asking a question about a relationship or anything that should be your first question to say no that i feel like you know you should go into stuff with some certain certainty and you're starting to ask like uh for me i was asking a lot of questions like do i really want to be with this chick in my head and i will always try and just like pot it with pat it with as much positivity like now nah, this girl's great look at this 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 like, mentally, I don't even have a set. Like, I don't have standards. Like, mentally, I don't even know when it comes to standards. But that's the thing. Because of my 
the way I see myself. I don't even know what you can ask for a relationship. <laughs> like, what kind of demands could I have for a girl in a relationship? Or, like, requirements? Because that's what standards are. Whatever, dude. You want me just to say standards? I'm sure requirements isn't the right word. But that's what they are. Requirements as to what you will want from a girl. I don't know. I don't know what I would... I don't know what... I would want from a relationship, not from a girl, but in even perspective, like I don't know what I would want in a relationship, you know. Um, and it doesn't even just mean relationships. I mean all my relationships, like even with you know my friends who are guys. I don't know what I would want because there's some people who legitimately just reach as far out as possible as they can for me, and I just push them away because I'm just like, it's just weird, you know. <laughs> Because I don't know what I want in friendships, you know, I guess. It's not that it's weird. I think that sometimes I just, um, it takes me a long time to warm up to some ideas, you know. For instance, my one of my best friends, I would say now, after this whole situation came up, are going to probably play some very major roles in my life with people who went to Winthrop. And at when I was at Winthrop, I didn't really pay them much attention, you know, because, um... I was like, you know, being a dick. But um, the more that, you know, time goes on. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, the more that time goes on, I was fixing something in my mouth. Um, yeah, uh, the more that time goes on, they become better, you know, better and better friends, you know. And it's not like they've changed at all. It's me. <laughs> you know, I feel like uh they've always been great people but it was me who was stopped being a dick and trying to be open to stuff so experiences you know that's what you really have to do is just have some experiences you got to give yourself experiences but speaking of experiences who the fuck experienced this fight last night oh i wish i would have saw callum cowherd's uh, tweet brendan shot retweeted he was like betting is the best thing to invest in right now not betting not actually betting but like if you can invest in like the bookie places and stuff they're probably making bank oh my dad the lines opened up i forgot my dad's probably gonna make so much fucking money from the investments in the casino like that's crazy he's been investing in like uh like a lot of people with like casinos and stuff like um you know like the the places who have like um that's you know make the sorry the sport lines and everything he's been investing in that so that could be a bank that he'd be making but um betting in general when it comes to betting the worst part about betting is the fact of like when you don't bet and it goes your way and I guess that's what betting really is. It gets people like me. Because, like, I only think about the ones that I, I would have made. I never think about the best that I would have placed and lost. <laughs> I just think about the best that I win. Um, like, I placed a bet on a parlay that would have gave me, like, $300 from, like, 20 bucks, But it was four games. So I'm pretty sure one win according to the way they were supposed to. <laughs> like, that's what betting is. Like... The reason why betting makes so much money is the fact of just, like, how humans are, I guess. People always want to get something for nothing. There's no... I mean, there's strategy to betting. Don't get me wrong. But essentially, you're getting something for nothing. And I just don't feel like that always works out. I just never feel like that's a good idea, you know. That's why I don't really have the biggest interest in gambling and stuff. I mean, it's cool to do. I'll go down there with my dad to Vegas and gamble. I mean, like, it's fun. 
But I'm not going into it with the mindset that I'm going to truly win. Because I know that I'm not going to. It's a lose. It's a losing situation. <laughs> like, it is. If it was a winning situation, um, then Vegas wouldn't be one of the most popular places on earth. That's first of all. And second of all, those buildings wouldn't be ridiculously massive. The Venetian has, like, 300 rooms in it. And then food at the bottom store. The fucking place is built like a palace. It's humongous. And it's all from betting, pretty much, I bet. I bet you a lot of that money came from just casinos. That's what betting is. It's a losing situation for the non-house parties. If you're the house, betting is a winning always situation if we have a, a, a table of six people right six people six and we're all sitting around betting right blackjack let's say that three people beat the house right the house lost on three accounts they just won on three other accounts too bro let's even say they push on two right so let's just say they won one. They beat one guy. 20. Let's say that the dealer had. Let's say those people all had 18, 19, and a 19. One person had a 17. I don't think dealers hit on 17. So 17 is where they would stop. Two people had 17, so they pushed. One person had a 16 and didn't hit. So they lost, right? So they're like, man, see what I mean, Justin? Look at that. The dealer lost five times, won once. Nah, wait till the next hand. Dale's always going to come out winning. You always, like, the house always wins. But people still want to bet. It's like, it's like, it's like crack. You know what gets, you know what doing, like, crack and heroin gets you? Want to do more crack and heroin. <laughs> like, that's what it is. That's all it gets you. But the, it's like being stuck in a loop. That's what betting does. That's what the lottery does. You know what lot, the lottery really gets you? Unless you win. Let's just say you win. But let's just see. How many people have ever won the lottery? How many people have ever won the lottery? Oh, I gotta, I gotta. Oh, my God. I hate Google Chrome. Google Chrome, you are the worst browser out there. How many people have won the lottery? Alright, am I feeling lucky? I should use I'm feeling lucky, babe. Uh, there are 1,600 lives created each year, which leaves us with 1,600 unique winners per year. You can narrow that down to the number 130 each a month or 30 a week. So let's say 1,600 people win the lottery, right? A year, right? That's what it said. How many people play the lottery? How many people do you think? Let's take a guess. Let's take a guess. I'm not even going to look. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to say... What's the population of America? 400 million? At least half. At least half. If not more. So I say at least 200 million. Is that too high? 90 million. Ooh, that's way too high. I like shoot, shoot high, shoot high. So 30%. 30% of people. The adults make up 90... The adults make up for 97 point... Wait, 97,361,111 of that population. Right? What? 97 million people play the lottery. So, it was 1,600. Can I use caps lock yet? Divided by. Divided by 9. 90 million. 
90 million, which means that this is what the number is. Point, you know what? Let's see the decimal system. Uh, I gotta make sure I know all these. Chart for uh, decimals. <laughs> Uh, decimal values. I want to know value chart for decimal. Is this how I would do it? I just need to see hundredth decimal point. Okay, tenth, hundredth, one hundred thousand. Okay, okay. So it just follows the same thing. So let's just make sure we count this right. So here's the tenth. This 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 number right here has a zero point. This is how many numbers are after it. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. It's a reoccurring 7. So we'll just say 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Yeah, we'll say 6 and round up to point whatever 8. So this is going to be 10th. Let me make get both these out so I can see these better because I know I'm going to have to go pretty far. 10th hundredth Move fucking notification. Tenth hundredth thousandth one thousandth ten thousandth a hundred thousandth. So point zero 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 and one one hundredth thousand. Wait. So it's gonna be point one. What is it, point eighteenth, one hundred thousandth? Is that how you say it? It's, that number isn't even close to 1%. That's how many people win the lottery. Yeah, everyone plays the lottery. You know what I'm saying? And let's see. How much money does the lottery make a year? How much money do you think the lottery makes a year? The lottery makes $73.5 billion on tickets. That's crazy talk. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like scams. They're like open things that people are doing. And people are just doing it. That's how they get you, buddy. That's how they get you. Everyone, I'm telling you, dude. That's what everybody wants. It's just that peace of mind, that stability. And they know it. This is what they're, like. they're like, oh, yeah. We got you. You just keep playing us. One day you're going to hear for big money. And you're like, okay. This is cool, you know what I'm saying? And then you might put it down 37. Let's see, you play it. Let's play it. Let me see. I actually don't even know how the lottery works. I've never played the lottery. Uh, let me see what the South Carolina lottery is. What do we have? A pick five or pick four or some shit like that? So you have pick four and you're like, let me get a, let me get a 13, 15, 18, and a 14. I think you got to put like a red ball or some shit like that. So let's just say 32. And then what, like, what, what were the winning lottery numbers the other night? Let's see. Winning lottery numbers. And let's see. So May 9th, this was yesterday. The Powerball was 8, 9, 19, 24, 27. With a three as a power power up, that's what the numbers were. Was I even close? Was I even close? I wasn't even close. Do you know how many possibilities there are? To, to I don't even. This is the last thing I'll say about it. How? How many possibilities are there for the lottery? Let's see. <laughs> if you do the math there. If you do the math, there are 11 million. 
238,513 possible combinations of the five white ball, balls. And multiply that by 26, wait, 26 possible red balls and you pick, you get 2 million, no, 292 million, 201,338 possible Powerball number combinations. And $2 a ticket, you need to buy 584,402,676 dollars worth of lottery tickets to cover every basis. But you just think that, but people think, this is what people think though. You can put down $2 and you might win that money. I guess, man. I guess. But that's what we need. Like, I can't judge people for that. Because that's just what... That's what some people need to get through the day. They need that sense of hope. That's all that right there is. It's just hope. That's all you need right there. It's hope. That's all that is. You're just hoping that you hit. And sometimes you hit. You know? And it's a good feeling when you do. But, boy, you're going to lose a lot. And what you stand to lose a lot when it comes to monetary-wise is not good. Like, I have... That's my biggest fear. You can... Listen to me. Ten out of ten times, if I walk up to Rihanna and said, hey, how you doing, beautiful? You know, real like your tattoos, you're pretty lady. I love your music. You know, let's go. Can we go out sometime? Let me take you. Hey, I'm going to take you to Waffle House, you know. Let you live this regular lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Maybe fall in love with me. Maybe not, you know what I'm saying? But you should at least give me a try. You know what she would say? Ten out of ten times. Get out of here, bum. No. Just like that. Ten out of ten times. There's never a possibility. But, man, I got really up and close on the mic there, sorry. But there's never a possibility that she'll like me. However, when it comes to betting, no, and that's okay that she'll never like me. Sorry, I didn't finish that point because I, I looked at something. Um, It's okay that she'll never like me. I don't lose anything besides some pride. But if I bet $2 every day, right, for... A year. Every day you bet $2. Let's just say minus Sundays. Because I don't know if the lottery plays on Sunday. Does the lottery play on Sunday? Yeah, that's what I thought. What numbers we post on Lottery's website available to print out a lot of... No midday drawings are held on Sunday. Or Christmas Day. Midday drawings are not televised. No midday drawings. So they play it every day. They play them every day. They just don't draw them every day because they need that money. So let's just pay, say you do it 365 days a year times $2. $730 for hope. That's all it is. It's hope that you win. That's all you're doing is just hoping. If all you want to do is just hope, there's plenty of things you can hope on. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope I'm funny. I, I I hope that um I get a pretty girl. I hope that I make money one day. You know, I hope a bunch of stuff. And you know what me saying I hope has cost me zero dollars. <laughs> if that's all you want is hope, then just have hope. Don't put money in the stuff, you know? I'm saying, but I went on a long rant about this whole fucking thing, you know. So it took up most of the time, but Anyways, this is this is how I'm going to end the episode off. I might call this the lottery, but I'm still going to name it April for my mom because happy Mother's Day. Uh, yeah, 
uh, the lottery. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm telling you. If all you are, if you're a person who bets, there's so many like issues with it. <laughs> like, if you're a person who's betting to make money, like true money, then that's just a bad life to live. That's it. you're living on a risk. Some people figure it out, but my odds are against you. You know. Um, and the only thing that I say, uh, the only reason why I bring this up as a negative thing is because I know that there's a lot of addictions to gambling. And not only is there addictions to gambling, the worst part about if I pursue trying to be a comedian and I fail is that I just fail. You know, that neglect. I don't I don't even think that would be a time thing. Like, I would be happy that I took the time out with my life and decided to try and do something that I want to do. And the worst case scenario is you fail. Okay. It might even cost you a little bit of bucks, but you've tried. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the worst-case scenario for gambling is not good. You can be addicted. You could be having to sell drugs to make money. You do a lot of stuff that you don't want to. You could be broke. You could be putting your house up. You could have a real addiction. So gambling is no joke. <laughs> like, be careful with gambling, you know? If all you want is fucking hope, then just have hope. Don't invest in gambling. Just have hope. That's what I'm saying, you know? But this has been episode 7. Of the I'm Sorry podcast, you know. Uh, this is going on for about an hour. Yeah. So I, I did a long time on this, you know. Hope you guys appreciate the little bit seven minute longer episode. Um, Next week, I think, I'm a, not next week, uh, Wednesday. I'm going to try to stick to this schedule I have. I left two things off, so we'll talk about that Wednesday, you know. But um, one of those is really interesting. I'm excited to talk about. But uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, I'm out. See you guys later. See ya. Saying see ya, you know? Crazy. I hate saying see ya. It's not that funny. I gotta be funny. JK, I'm not gonna try and be funny. I'm just gonna try and get good information out there. <laughs> Alright, see you guys later for real. Bye.